So it's 7 o'clock on the dot, and we like to start on time. So this is the R in Love podcast with Rodney and Nadia. And we just want to take this time to thank you for even giving us the energy uh, tuning in. And we appreciate you. We thank you so much for tuning in, and we're going to get into it. So for those who do not know, my name is Rodney. I, I am a father of two, a husband of a very beautiful wife. I like to write. I like to speak. And more importantly, I like to teach people who they are. So I'm a purpose-driven person. I like to share that knowledge. And this is Nadia. Okay, so my name's Nadia. I am Rodney's wife. I am a mom of two beautiful children. Hold on. So we're so excited that we are there twice. So, we... Oh, there you go. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm a wife. I'm a mom of two kids, um, Raina and Rawson. Um, I recently made the transition from a corporate lifestyle to more of a mompreneur um, venture. Um, I'm really interested in things like reading and cooking. I'm a Pinterest chef. I, I like to try to stay healthy because I want to be a Pinterest chef. Um, and I enjoy helping others. So we have also two dogs. That's not our dog. You hear barking if you can't hear it. Um, and a turtle and a cat. So that is pretty much us. Oh, we are high school sweethearts. So for the persons that don't know, we are high school sweethearts. Um, we've been together since grade 12. Um, we're besties and we are still learning each other. So I just want to say hi to some people who would have come in the chat. So I want to say hi to Donovan, Rashad, Andrew, Ashley, and Christy. Thank you guys. We appreciate you. And just to let you know the purpose of this podcast, I'll give you a rundown on how we even got to this point. I did radio for about four or five years. So... My lovely wife being a supportive person that she is, she bought me an at-home podcast studio kit, which we're using in my grade now. So that segue into me, said, let me try to do something at home. So I tried a few episodes by myself. It's a middle child podcast. I did a few episodes, about five or six episodes. But the very last episode I did, I said, you know, Nadia, do you mind sharing an episode with me? Uh, we sat right in our living room, and we had a good conversation, and that was the best one I've done. Out of all the years of radio, that was my favorite conversation. So we pitched the idea. I pitched the idea to her to say, why not let's do something together, do a project together. Let's get you out of your shell. Let's, let's find doing some skills. And that's how the podcast came about. We did about five or six episodes. Six, for the, episodes. six episodes thus far for the year. Mm -hmm. And again, being a progressive person that my lovely wife is, she wanted to do something just a tad bit different. And one thing she wanted to do different was to add the video aspect of it. And that's why we're doing the Facebook Live. So, so why I wanted to add the live streaming element was it's great to hear um, our perspective, and we'll share that throughout the podcast. But we also wanted to give persons an opportunity to share their views and have a, a wider conversation. And so we encourage you while you are here on our live to please chat, share your thoughts. We're going to share it with our podcast audience. We don't have um, an audience that's just based in the Bahamas. We actually um, have a few people in the United States, in the Caribbean. There was one in Europe. Thank you for you. Um, keep being awesome. So please share your views. All right, so let's jump into our first topic. Now, again, being that this is a, the video aspect and it's something new, we wanted to know something all-inclusive. So my wife, again, being an awesome person, she was, is, and will continue to be, she said, let's talk about the NBA lockout and the, and the uh, protesting. And I say, no, babe, I, I, we can talk about some other stuff I think that you will be more interested in, that everybody listening will be more interested in, not just the NBA lockout. And she's insisting. I say, you know what? I say, okay, why? I mean... We have a different page of four guys where I talk about sports, so I'm not itching to talk about it. So I asked her why, and then she said, well, you know, because men want to listen to it. And I said, well, naturally, I think the first topic men are interested in do. 
because the first topic is the Brandy versus Monica versus, and I mean, I have a bigger sister, so I, I grew up hearing Brandy and Monica. I grew up sitting up in my room underneath the full moon, um, thinking this one of those days and singing for you, I will. So it's not out of the realm of like normalcy for me. So I said, let's not talk, let's talk about it. And then Brandy and Monica was such a bracket breaking versus because two of our episodes, I think two of our episodes, we talked about the verses. One was the Beanie Man and the Monticilla verses. The next one was the Jagged Edge and 112 verses. And then we really enjoyed the T-Pain and Lil John one. So we, we watched most of the verses. So naturally, we thought it's appropriate to talk about the verses. So go ahead. Uh, so before I get into it, I own, listen, I didn't really want to talk about the NBA either. But um, I wanted to do something nice for my husband because I said, you know, he really likes um, basketball. But here we are. He he was not on my run. It was not just uh, again the NBA. She she doesn't care. So my thing is, you want to talk about the NBA, but she don't want to watch the NBA games. I mean, so I said, let's not. I wouldn't put her do that. At least not in front of the camera. I wouldn't make her suffer like that. So let's talk about the Brandy versus Monica. So go ahead, Bill. Okay, so on Monday, August thirty first, Swiss Beats and Timberland held arguably the most highly anticipated event in the Versus catalog. Monica, wow, Monica. She's disrespecting Monica. You can clearly think, see which one she favored in this bottle. Yes. Okay, so Monica versus Brandy. So for those who don't know what Versus is, take two artists that have similar styles in the same genre, and they each have 20 songs to go hit for hit. So in the past, there's been Erica Badu versus Jill Scott, Beanie Man versus Bounty Killer, and 112 versus Jagged Edge. So this particular battle was the most watched with an average of 1.2 million viewers streaming on Instagram. So usually we have an inclination of who the winner is, but um, this one was a bit harder in my opinion because I'm just still surprised that they breathe the same air. Because if you know anything about Brandy and Monica, there's been this either said or unsaid rivalry for years. So what say you in the comments? How do you feel about the Brandy versus Monica um, versus? So when we saw the Brandy versus Monica, and you know from the boy's mind, from that song, they had they had uh, beef. And when I looked it up, they, they are contemporaries in a sense. One came on 95, the next one came on 96. They are a year apart in ages. They sing similar music. So they always had this issue. And, and even watching like the first like half an hour almost hour of the show they were like so weird tense and stuff so it's like it was it was not as notably some sort of uh issue in between them one thing that i had an issue with is the fact that they weren't even singing so like they had the songs playing they had the mics like so i was like i gotta do this on youtube i mean if you guys just can sit down and play your songs i mean i i and then the banter was so at least i i couldn't hear it so it's like i appreciate they were talking but I mean, for the most part, I couldn't hear it. So I think one of the cooler things is Kamala Harris came on. Yes. And then Kamala Harris said some stuff. So what did she say? Um, go vote. Essentially, she <laughs> said. <laughs> Kamala Harris just being the presidential candidate with, alongside Joe Biden, who's running for president this year. She came on screen because they had a screen in between them. She came on screen. Let's give them some supportive words. Essentially telling them they are. she's proud the fact that they're using their voice to further the culture in a positive way. And then what was pretty cool was that not only that they get a record-breaking viewership on Instagram and just globally, a lot of people talking about it, they raised money for Michelle Obama's uh, no, no When to Vote. When We All Vote campaign. When We All Vote campaign, and they raised a quarter of a million dollars. So that was pretty cool, and that's pretty notable. But again, we didn't tune in the verses to hear Kamala Harris or hear Michelle Obama. We actually tuned in to find out who had the best song, so... Now let's pick out, I think, about four or five rounds that she thought were really topped. And, oh, two rounds, I guess, were really <laughs> topped. And you could talk with her. Okay, so um, Rashad says that his girlfriend thinks Brandy was amazing. And honestly, I think that she was too. Personally, Monica is a bit more contemporary. Like, she is the type of person who gets on whatever is trending. But Brandy is this vocalist, and she will beat you down. So that was one of the things with, when it came to the verses. So Brandy be like, ah. y'all heard that. And so she'd be like, you can't, what happened? You can't hit that note, Monica? And I was like, mm, you didn't really have to do all of that. But in any event. Before we go on, like I, I, I'm clearly the only person on the side of town who do not see or uh, does not hear the, the thing with Brandy. The biggest highlight of Brandy with me was Moesha. If I would be frank, and and the father she's rages, well, but like the whole vocal, 
people call it the vocal bible someone my old co-worker brent actually lambasted me because i disrespected brandy and he had to pull up like 10 15 songs i've never heard before talk about her range and i would admit i'm, I'm tone deaf because i'm not the best singer so i can't appreciate the songs as much but like the whole the whole deep voice singing and then going high it was it's tough to listen to but nadia says she's good so she's usually right on these kind of things so i i agree with her Okay, so that was one round where there was I Want to Be Down, that was Brandy, versus Why I Love You So Much, Monica. No, I Want to Be Down with Brandy versus Don't Take It Personal with Monica. I think that was a hard one to choose because both of those songs are iconic in my opinion. Um, <laughs> Ashley says, I'm with Rods. I don't hear it. Wow. wow. And Ashley's family. So I, it might be a family thing. I, the brandy, the ho, 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 ho. I, I never got that. I, I personally was never fond of it. It's her. called a good alto. So Lisa says, Monica for the win. Thank you, Lisa and Ashley. I personally think uh, Monica. I, I just enjoy Monica's music over the years more. And I grew, again, I grew up hearing both of them. Brandy just never did it for me. Outside of Moesha, like I really enjoy Moesha. <laughs> UBN, I'll say if UBN not in the pockets, I think now it's really good. But again, they wasn't playing movies, so I don't know. But back to the song. So I want to be down versus Don't Take It Personal. I like Don't Take It Personal because it's just one of those days. That's the same song, right? Why I like that? Because I had, I remember in high school, since I had a song named Just One of Those Days. So like I remember someone telling me, say, they tell their sister play Just One of Those Days. They meant say to the song, they played Don't Take It Personal. It's like, that's not the same feeling songs at all. I don't, I don't have that memory of Brandy. I, I just start I mean right. The whole I wanna be down. Again, I wanna be down. That's how it sounds to me. <laughs> like her, her tone was down. I mean that's how it sounds to me, so I'm not a, a fan of that one. Okay, so Latoya says hashtag team Monica. We'll go into the next round, which was Would you wanna say which one you like? I like them both. I couldn't choose, honestly. When Billboard chose, I I I didn't know how they came to that conclusion. Um, so we'll go on to Almost Doesn't Count by Brandy versus Why I Love You So Much by Monica. That's hard to pick. She starts off the same way. Everybody knows. And not, and everybody knows Almost Doesn't Count. That's all I remember. Literally, that's all I remember from the song. Whereas Why I Love You So Much, she had a baby. Um, she had a whole list of reasons why she loved the person so much. I have to say, Shervaz <laughs> says, what is it? Monica or Yama sell Juju on the closed beach? Chevy say what? <laughs> <laughs> See, Nadia is the only person who, who enjoyed Brandy. I again, Brandy wasn't doing it for me. But I brand Monica. I I I preferred Monica. Um. So and then the almost doesn't count song. I I only really remember that that line almost doesn't count. I know again, I say she was a stronger voice. I mean, I can't hear it, but I, I preferred Monica's answer. I own. We're not on Whitney. Now you know. <laughs> I would, I would do. I would. <laughs> like, come on now. I, Donovan says brandy. So okay, fine. So, side note, I didn't realize. I mean, and it's not to say that I didn't realize that they came out so early. Um. So both brandy and Monica were each. Why I said Monica? Okay, hello. So Brandy and Monica were each 15 when their first albums came out. Yeah. And then Brandy was, Monica was 11 when they discovered her, and 12 when she really started singing. So both of them, so they were in this music business for a very long time, from 95, 96 respectively. And that's, that's a good time, good chunk. And what's amazing is Monica's 39. So Monica didn't even hit 40 yet. And she still sings of the what they found funny several days in the verses. They made fun of brandy shoes so much. Monica had the shoes that look like brandy shoes. And then Monica had this dress. What the internet is undefeated. They had her side by side with Laura Farquart from Shrek with the hairstyle. And I cannot unsee that now. I, I cannot unsee that now. And I thought that was hilarious. I thought it was hilarious. So I that's what I saw. So and I also saw someone say it's like a light skin versus dark skin bottle more so than it was like song for song bottle. It's the internet. I, I, like bleaching cream versus cocoa butter. So who won? Hey, that's why. So clearly you uh, <laughs> team dark skin in this situation. Team dark skin. <laughs> um, but okay, so we're going to just round that one up. If everybody could just let me know 
their last votes. Team who? Uh, Brandy or Monica? Who does everyone have? And as you do that, I know the question that who would you want to hear the next versus from? Uh, and I don't know. It would like I thought it would be a pretty cool versus. And now it's like I don't know where they are in their careers, but like when Jagged Edge and One Twelve did their back and forth, I thought Omarion and Justin Timberlake would be good because it's B Two K versus Insync, or be like B Insync versus Boxy Boys because Swiss B Souls haven't tapped into the to the white music yet. Even though Boxy Boys and Insync are pop, they haven't tapped into that yet. But I know Timberland have a close relationship with Justin Timberlake, so you could probably make that happen. But I think Justin Timberlake has a good catalog if you incorporate Insync. They incorporate his features and then his own solo career that he'd be powerful for some people. Okay, so um, I'm going to go back to the comments. So I see Donovan has Brandy. Alexandria has Brandy. Um, who's team Brandy here? Rashad. I think your girlfriend pressured you on that one. Um, Christy has Brandy. Mo, Mo I agree. I'm not a fan of any of them, and but you had to pick Monica. Sorry, I agree. Popcorn versus conscience. Stay focused. <laughs> Stay focused, guys. Um, and Andrew has Monica Bay. Yeah, so uh, we, we charted it up to that. So, no, I look forward to I, I still get surprised and shocked when they release the next picture of the verses because I think they do a good job topping it. Beanie Man and Montegillo was awesome because it was a different genre outside of American music. T Pain and Lil John to me had the best banter because they had that mutual respect. I think the most under underperformed one was the uh, Babyface and Teddy Riley because of the technical difficulties. I think a close second was the one twelve and Jagged Edge, mm-hmm. Jagged Edge and of uh, technical issues as well. The Alicia Keys and the John Legend one won't leave me wanting more mm-hmm. when I watch that one. So I look forward to the next one. Yeah. So one of the questions we were going to ask was, who would you like to see a versus from? Um, Alexandra says Jennifer Hudson versus Fantasia could be next. Um, yeah, who would you like to see? I say Justin Timberlake, Justin Timberlake versus Omarion, or Justin Timberlake versus the reason why. And I said, Wow, thanks for listening. I was saying Pashi Boys versus Insync. Okay. <laughs> I had a whole spiel, I had a whole spiel. You give me it's confidence. The first, it's the first time. I don't know if I want to say Justin Timberlake anymore. Sorry, now. Let me say someone new. Who, 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 uh, I don't know no more. Lil Wayne versus Inter Rapper Namia. I think somebody who has like an extensive catalog would be good. Living versus Drake. Simple as Living versus Drake. Drake has 10 plus years of consistently on the top. We ain't how from. Because what they do with the verses, they include the stuff they contributed to. Wayne was on Cash Money Records taking off in the 99. He's on Back That Thing Up. Like Wayne was from back then to now making music. The new stuff, when he saw drugs, is a little different though. But yeah. Okay. So. I don't I don't have one because okay, if I had to choose, I would say a versus with like Celine Dion and <laughs> I gotta go back with Ion and Whitney Houston. Like I wish Whitney was around because it, it would have been interesting. I would so Andrew says Celine versus Abby, which is hilarious, I agree. <laughs> and then Jay, like you um, Monica has a better catalog, which I agree. I would listen to Monica. Quick and I listen to Ronnie, but Say Brandy's song, say with you. I think she heard him, so I think it connected more. You could look at her and agree that she heard him. Like, what I thought was hilarious, like the boys' mind video was hilarious to me. I don't know much people picking Brandy over Monica. That's what I thought was hilarious. Like, dog, if you didn't see them, it's the braids, the braids, the Michael Shingles, because she have time. So I guess that's why you pick her, because she has time and she commits. She's where you know that's a road dog, because she sat down, had her hair braided for two days, so you know she could stick with you. Whereas Monica had the shoes for the little clogs, you know, but she ain't got time for that. So I think we should move on to the next thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we're going to move on to back to school. So again, one of the things that we mentioned was the fact that we got kids. Um, and so in March of 2020, the kids were asked to stay home while we figured out how to handle the spread of COVID. So after an extended Easter break, they continued their studies online via virtual school, which meant that classwork and instruction were given through platforms like Zoom and Google Classroom. So we were all hoping that COVID would have wrapped up its mess and headed out in time for the new school year. And we were clearly mistaken. Uh, So back we go to the virtual classroom. Yay. Pros for us. (laughs) Before we enter the pros, bro, like I I remember when COVID happened, we were were blessed to say we could have traveled this year. So every time people making fun, oh, I didn't travel this year, I always get quiet. Because we traveled this year, early part of this year, and we traveled right before COVID came to the side of the world. 
Like literally right before I go begin to decide. You can call cross the like COVID police people. Yeah, that was months ago though. Before the outbreak. Okay? Yeah, that was, that was months ago. <laughs> months before we even got locked down. So when we when we when we came back, we were like this thing happening, they said, Okay, you gotta just gotta stay home for like two weeks because Easter break was coming, so it's okay, man. You missed two weeks of school, then during the four weeks, Easter break, so six weeks. Boom, six weeks of school home. A little extendification. The kids, we, I could deal with the kids in six weeks. Uh, we were blessed to be able to be home. I, we worked from home. So that was a blessing in and of itself. So they cool, six weeks. And then they wrapping up. The kids weren't doing no national exams. So it wasn't no no big pressing thing they had to go just review. Mm-hmm. We both have experience um, with teaching that age group from Sunday school. And I went to school for it. So it was cool. So we said we could do it. But that's like, I equate to running. Oh, when we doing, like, if you have to run to the corner, you can sprint. You can boom. I gotta. But like, what happened with it, with COVID is like we ran to the corner and then we like I said to go down to the road. Then we gotta go down to Andrews. And we're like, wow, we still have to go, like out there. And we feel like we in Andrews because when in March it's like, oh, by August they say by July it could be it could be straight. We say by July so far, by July. So now when they say October, it's like by October it's impossible. Twenty twenty one sounds very plausible now. Like I'm hoping twenty twenty one. And we hope. So the pros for us is the kids weren't sick as much. So I don't know about anybody else with kids, but like when they're in school, when they're at home for the summer, they are not sick. They're happy. They are healthy. And that's fine. As soon as they get back to school, they got a cough or they got a sniffle and you're trying to figure out, well, what happened to you? Mm -hmm. So one of the things that we noticed that they weren't as sick um, we have a controlled environment. I mean, honestly, it's just me and Rods at home with the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, not much else is going on. We are blessed to have it like that. There's not too much distractions for them because uh, leave it up to our son. He gets distracted very easily because he finishes his work early. So once he's finished, if he's not being distracted by someone, he will go and distract someone else. He's his father's son. Mm. <coughs> anyway. <laughs> So another pro was that we didn't have to invest in school uniforms this year. Um, And there was no commuting because we, okay. So for those persons who aren't aware, we live on the Providence and we live out East. And for anybody that doesn't know, if you live out East, that means you need to leave your house by quarter to seven to be on the road to get to anywhere you have to go that is after eight o'clock and if you don't leave by quarter to seven you late how do you know that you're late you're late that's how much traffic is going to be out east so we don't have any commuting um let's see the cons i i really feel for them on this one they don't get to physically interact with their friends so a part of being a kid is like you get to run up and down you get to go and play um you get to go sprinting you i don't know if they still do um the little hand games or whatever like that's a part of childhood and as a kid i don't want to sit up and look in my mommy and my daddy's face all day every day like i want to talk to some other short people granted i'm still short but that's not the point of this (laughs) but you know it's, it's strange for them so and then we have to then remember that they have to have some sort of physical um, activity. Like I have to say, shut down the devices, go outside. I don't know what you're going to go outside to do. Go see if you need to weed or something. I don't know. Just do something, you know? Um, And our grocery bill has gone up. Like (laughs) it's doubled. I saw someone say, wherever belly you had to school, bring that school belly home. Because you never snacked this much at school. You never ate this much at school. And the level of eating that they have done. We and they'll be on the exercise regimens because of it. Mm-hmm. Because I we refuse if you gotta go into somehow. So you gotta exercise, you gotta do some crunches, you gotta do some Indians. Shout out to J Fitness because all the stuff you do in J Fitness they do at home. Yeah. The kids they know five thirty to not be downstairs. Because <laughs> they would get caught in the exercise routine. <laughs> so we see like five twenty ish come, they just disappear and then at six thirty they emerge. Just just checking on you. You weren't just checking on us. You know we finished working out. Exactly. So they think they stop. Right. So I don't know if anybody else's kids are like that, um, but we're 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 happy for it because of like other concerns for the virtual school. So that's why we're a big proponent of it. Um, and then the fact that I don't trust kids with COVID because I feel like they're gonna touch their nose and they're gonna touch their mouth and they're gonna touch other people and they're gonna touch things. So 
that's my concern. Yeah, and the thing is, it was tough, especially in hindsight. One of the tougher things was balancing home and work. Because when you do work, you can say, okay, I'm, I'm the work, close the door, or close off this, I can focus on the people's job. When you're home, and I, I try to be conscious of it, like they, they, they want your attention. They want to interact. They want to do stuff. And I really had to be aware of it because I'm like, they don't have a chance to interact either. They don't have a chance to go. Their their normalcy has been disrupted as well. So now I have to be mindful of getting. You know what? I'm gonna stop. I can't work consistently. I have to now stop and interact with them. Mo says Jay will call them out. So literally, if the kids walk past the computer screen because we do um, the virtual uh, physical activities, Jay will literally call them out and say, "Hey, so you're working out with us?" The children will turn into a blur because they walk off immediately. I enjoy I own so much. I own say I need a physical activity. She isn't talking about exercising. If you know I own, you know I own. If you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> if you know, you know. But yeah, it's it's, it's being tough, but it, it's being a blessing because, like Nas is saying, you know that they're safe. You know that they're healthy. And those things are very important because, especially in the years past, they every other day they had a runny nose or they had some sort of asthma issue. They had some sort of, they had to take their medicine. So now they've been home for months. This is the longest stretch where Lois hasn't seen us, not just because of COVID, but because they didn't need the medication as much. So that's mm-hmm. a blessing in of itself. So that that's the, that's the pro of it. So now going back to what we were talking about earlier, that was underneath the, the assumption that we just had to do this for a couple of months. Now we're entering September. We're in September. Like, bro, we got to do this again. So like that's like I I mean I don't know so now because you have to you will, but it's tough and I'm, I I would encourage everybody to lean on your community, ask around, ask for help because we we stumbling around too and we're just trying to make it do. Our daughter's in inter- in a pivotal year now that she has to be on top of things and we got to make sure she's on top of things. And what's hilarious is, is that this is new uncharted ex- unchart- territory for everybody. Mm-hmm. We never had a, a child in this age, a child in this grade doing these things so now she has to do her stuff online her son has to do stuff online and the blessing is that they are technologically savvy so that that aspect of it is not foreign to them you know what's not a blessing though <laughs> <laughs> when our electricity cuts off um for whatever purpose so they they say maybe load shedding or maybe somebody knocked down a pole or a transformer blue or, or a pigeon flew south some random thing Right. So there's that. And then there's the Internet. So we had to um, invest in like a supplementary Internet service because we wanted to ensure that we have a consistent stream. Because apparently since people are home, everybody's online like now. And we appreciate you for it. Thank you so much. But it, it, it is a challenge because you have to depend on these things to make sure that the virtual lessons are seamless. And the thing is, too, what we learned because we taught Sunday school, too. And it's that it's, it's not, somebody pointed out it's a blessing that we could have done it, but the issue that we have was a bandwidth, man. So if four of us are on devices because uh, now they taught a class, I taught a class, and the kids were in separate classes, that's four persons who needed to use the internet. It really strained our bandwidth, and we were unable to do it. So now with the kids doing schooling, and I have to do work, and not have to do work, it's going to be even tougher now. So, but again, that's why the MiFi thing came in, and that's why we can still do our stuff. So we have to make it, make it. We have to make do, and we just have to ride with whatever. Um, we've had many days we just ride around in the car when the light was off, just try to make it do, charging our devices and just do we can. But we we appreciate it. It's a new norm for everybody, so we try not to complain too much, yeah. but we just make the best of it. Yeah. And it's definitely an experience though. So, but this year, and I would definitely say though, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's almost whatever. <laughs> I asked in the comments if anyone else has kids, and Rashad said working on it. I need, we need to have a sideline. The activity of having of 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 practicing the how children is a is a healthy activity, and I think it should be endorsed. I always want to be in the comments shortly, so don't <laughs> don't worry about that though. But yeah, man, it's been tough though. And I, I I wish all the the teachers, man, Jesus, y'all need grace and mercy because that should be difficult. We try being mindful of the, our kids' teachers because, bro. We get a hair of the frustration. We get a hair of the unsurety. And they are demanded, uh, expected to do so much. You say, man, they got to be tough. So kudos to you. Yeah, I have a sister who's a teacher. And then we have our cousin Ashley in the comments who's a teacher. And aunt, yeah, Aunt Ray. And we, we know many other teachers. And these it's hard enough to control the kids in your classroom that are in the front of you. So judge when the children are away from you and they're turning on their mics. 
and they are making faces in the screen and they are chatting in the chat about God knows what. So you can't necessarily walk up on them and say, hey, stop what you're doing. Um, you're hoping that there is somebody who's just floating around in the background who can monitor the kids. And not everybody has that. Oh. It's hard, you know? And the thing is, the, the stuff that these kids are learning are, it wasn't what we was learning in school at that age. And, I, and I, they, they have like this advanced level of learning. But w what it is too, again, we appreciate the fact that we're there with the kids. Some people don't have a, that able person to, to be with you. And you have to find human in most things as I like to try to do. One time, our son was on a virtual lesson, and they're doing seasons. So the teacher asked the little girl, how many months in the season? And because the mic is open, we had a parent in the say, huh? The little, girl, the little girl was like, I don't, I don't know. The, the, the parent was like, what did you ask you? The, the, the <laughs> little girl said, how many months in the season? Go quiet. Huh? So I said, <laughs> the parent don't know how much months in the season. The kid don't know how much months in the season. I mean, who could you do? So, But speaking of, of knowing things and not knowing things, National examinations. But so before, before we get to national <laughs> examinations. Um, so Ashley is saying, yes, please pray for us. Ion says, I have a son. Oh, gosh, I'm losing it. I have a son who wanted to come home. I said, <laughs> I said, definitely no. I saw the encounter and saved them money on food. Okay. And Christy, Christy says, she's yeah, she's looking forward to sending them to school. Oh, my. I'm sorry. Christy gets awesome, though. Yeah, they are. You know, anyway, I ain't getting get the joke. One of Chrissy's kids don't like Nadia as much as she likes me. And Nadia's, for some reason, I don't know why that's, that's, that hurts Nadia, but that's my joke. If you're watching, you know what you is. So. <laughs> okay. I ain't calling him. <laughs> so, Nash examinations. Okay, so, um, so, we do have listeners, again, who aren't from the Bahamas. So, our national examinations include the grade level of Now, if I am wrong. Y'all fact check me in the comments. Um, they include the grade level assessment testing or GLAT in the primary schools at grades three and six, Bahamas Junior Certificate or BJC at grade nine, and Bahamas General Certificate of Secondary Education or BGCSE at grade 12. So the BJC and BGCSEs are prerequisites for things like the National High School Diploma Program, placement in certain careers locally and I guess considered a rite of passage. So there has been a concentrated effort on ensuring that the children take these exams. Now students were supposed to take it in May, but it got pushed back to July. So they started in July and it was short lived due to the spike and now is scheduled to be taken this month. What are your thoughts? Before we go, I want to set a very good point that not every child is is uh, ready for online. Online is not very learner and not be a challenge for many students. And I only are definitely correct because that's a platform that's very difficult. So, yeah. So, national examinations got pushed back. I really wish they just let it go. If we were being frank, I think they should just let it go. I, you know, um, so the minister of education has said that if for any reason that they aren't able to execute the examinations this month, that they will they will consider canceling them. I think why why it's tough because of the unsurety. And I, the thing is why I cannot say it's anybody's fault because nobody knows how this thing is going to play out. So they are trying their best. But again, think about the teachers. that You have to prepare for the students with the examinations and then you have to prepare a next set of grades. It's, it's not as if the grade pause, a lot of people advance to the next level. So now you're in, in between, you're in the, 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 the void essentially where you had to teach the previous year and the current year and that's a lot. And then it's a new platform now of, of learning. So that's, it's a lot to ask. And a lot of kids already moved on. To, yeah. If they're going to college, they move on to college as well. And I feel like certain employers or certain hirees or certain situations should know you are 2020, that's why you can't take the exams. We give you a blight, or you need to make it up somehow, or take a course to COB. Yeah. Or do some sort of um, synergy course or something. Like, you know, give them grace yeah. because it's, it's, this is not something that anybody was able to plan for. Nobody planned for this. So, <laughs> and then the great thing with the BGCSE, I have a fun experience with that. Uh, I have 10, and I realized afterwards having 10 didn't mean anything. Just the fact I can say I have 10. Because I worked in an establishment where somebody had two. And we had the same job title and 
getting bad the same things. So I realize that certain situations it means a lot, but in a lot of situations it doesn't. So, I, it depends on your career. Correct. I wasn't a police or defense force officer or any sort of civic servant. I was a public, private sector, and I think that's why I didn't matter as much in the private sector. So it's tough. I think it's BGCSE isn't just sitting his arm one day. It's a lot of coursework, preparation. Because I remember my boy, the mocks alone was a lot. Because the mocks is in the, great, in the, the month before. So you take the mock examination to prepare for the BGCSE. So that's a lot of stress, a lot of pressure and whatnot. So. so Ashley is saying that I think it should have been canceled a while ago. There is way too much back and forth. Um, Rashad says, <laughs> thank you. It was a waste of my time. Yeah, I think all, and I think mostly this shows that as with everything what COVID did, if your business wasn't ready for tomorrow, I think COVID un- unveiled that. So I think our education system has been set for years, not just in the Bahamas, just the side of the world, needs to evolve to the next level. Uh, we weren't prepared for a technical or technology step forward. So I think that really would mess it up. Analia says, I think they need to cancel it altogether. And I'm with you, Miss um, Moss. I think just in general, I think they need to move to a different direction. And what I thought was interesting with the BGCSE, just to talk about that, the GCSE canceled. And the BGCSE is based off the GCSE. So if they cancel, you get your exam from them. Why wouldn't you just cancel at the same time? We got our exam from them like a long time ago. We transitioned into our own syllabus. So that necessarily fair to say. I mean, they say that the people, so where we get the BGSE from is the GCSEs. Mm-hmm. And it's still printed by Oxford, you know. Mm-hmm. So even your, your exam, like GCSEs is administered by Oxford. Mm-hmm. The BGCSEs is administered by Oxford. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean. So the people who administer it canceled their version of it. You should have canceled your version of it. Because how the BGCSEs came about, we were taking the GCSEs and they thought the results were too low because they, they, they couldn't connect with the material. So they stopped the B in front of it. And that's where the BGCSE. Oh. <laughs> So they just put it in with like a marker or something? I, I, they probably put it in a straw, but they, they put it in the front of it and the BGCSE. And then so going from something to C average to something to D average. And again, average means middle. And if you have a seven point grade system, the average is D. And that's why you have a D average. But that's a different conversation for a different day. So Ion says if there was a better argument for early testing, does he approve that? My son did eight subjects in grade 11. Well, congratulations to him. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then went to Canada for grade 12. So while many of the students are at loss of what's going to happen, he was passed. He passed. He was past that stage from last year. So, I mean, I think it varies for a lot of students. Um, so Rashad says, hope they use this time to upgrade them. Because so, some schools, some schools don't allow you to take BGCSEs in grade 11. Okay. You only can take in grade 12. I know St. John's, you got to take some, not all, but some. But you know, some schools who don't take, I think exactly that. You only can take it in grade yes, 12. Yes. So I think that's what I want to say. SAC stands for St. Augustine's College, the best high school in the Bahamas. Seeing that the state of the Bahamas education is at a low time low. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap the you the best high school in the Bahamas, I, I think that, that wants the for more. Best. Doesn't say much. The but I, I came from St. John's, and I, I, I only know St. John's from, from kindergarten to grade 12. So I'm biased towards St. John's. And so much so, she's so biased to soccer. This is a sock thing. I don't know. Um, my daughter said for one Mississippi that she wants to go to St. John's because I went to St. John's. I kid you not. I went to her, came back home, only sock talk after that. And I was like, what happened? In the eight hours, I didn't see you. Like, how did you then get washed to say you don't go to sock? But because she- um, I started taking a new route when I was picking them up from school. We drove through. Come, babies. Let's go and see Mommy's old high school. Isn't it lovely? Look how spacious it is. Clean uniform. You know they are excellent in not just sports, but in academics. And they were so old. Yeah, I can't say that's beautiful St. John's. One, we live in the East. St. John's is deep in the West. Sock, you can pass through to get to the next road. St. John's, you intentionally go to St. John's. And, and then three, I like St. John's, but I, I don't know if I'm driving all the way all west for nostalgia purposes. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. So I think that's Nash's nomination. Like, I think Nash, what, do you have any more comments? Um, I don't know if I own is for SAC, but my eyes only see SAC, so I guess, yes, she is. Um, Analia uh, says Aquinas 2. Aquinas 2 what? Aquinas is too far? I agree. Aquinas 2 <laughs> does not meet the requirement for our daughter to go to. I agree. That's what you mean. Aquinas, oh, Aquinas 2 has traffic. <laughs> traffic alone. Um, yeah, so Rashad says if the child prepares, let them take the exam. And I agree. Yeah, I agree with that one too. Um, but yeah, so uh, it's fun. So I think it's the last one. 
the last topic. So the last topic we are going to touch on is it is now the one. Was it? My apologies. Thank you. I had a whole spiel prepared. Okay, so it's the Hurricane Dorian one-year anniversary. So lastly, we want to acknowledge the one-year anniversary of Hurricane Dorian, which made landfall on September 1st, 2019, and really devastated the Abacos and Grand Bahama. So it was a Cat 5 storm with winds upwards to 220 miles per hour, storm surges of 20 plus feet. And at one point, it hovered over the affected islands, traveling at just one mile per hour. So tens of thousands of persons were displaced. And over 600 persons are listed as missing. And that's, that's a baseline. It can be actually many more. And so as we mark this anniversary, there is just so much healing and building that still needs to take place. And that's not just physically. So our prayers and our thoughts are with those who lost their loved ones, um, their livelihoods, and their belongings. We have friends and relatives that were affected. And it's clear that even though a year has passed, there's still so, such a long road ahead for us, for as a people. Yeah, man, the crazy thing with, with Dorian, and the thing Dorian happened right before the COVID thing happened, again, we, we were traveling, we traveled before it happened, and we traveled right after it happened. Dorian had landfall in September 1st, we traveled like the fourth, maybe, or the fifth. We traveled like right, right after that happened. And one thing that was heartwarming was the response that we got from, like, international person. We went to South Florida and from Customs, like, from the anti-U.S. Customs, that they, they were overtly polite and, and generally concerned and cared. We thought it was really nice. And we went, all the places we went, people asked them where you're from, or they heard our accent, they talking to us about it. And then we were in Walmart, or Target, we was one of the stops, and people just was, like, randomly putting money up together, the bias, like you overhead, I'm talking about it. So it was, it was, it's beautiful to, to see the world come together. I kind of devastated it. And I've heard like stories from people who survived Dorian, and it's straight out of a movie. Like that showed the strength, the black strength. Like I said, black is the power of the people, the strength of the people. We are some strong persons in this realm, and because the things that people said they had to do just to survive, or the things they witnessed that they had to survive, and that's a very the father Jew one can go back to Abago. Two, can even like, live in the Bahamas. Or three, want to help other people build. It's commendable. And it's amazing. And, and, and strength to you. Encourage you. That's why it's tough that this COVID thing happened right after the thing when Hurricane Dorian happened. But I know I talked to several people, one person in particular. His his thing was he had to go back to Abigo. They said in Nassau, he said it happened in September. He went back to, Dorian, to Abigo, I think in February. And then Dorian happened, so he stayed in Abigo. His thing was he has to get back there. He has to help people rebuild. He has to get back to normal and just to hear that strength. And again, he's talking as if, man, I got this. I, that's amazing to me. And again, like, like now I say, we have family and friends who survived it. And it's just like, that's amazing. So it's something that we, we want to highlight. It's something we thought is very important and just amazing how quickly time goes by. And one that we didn't want is for persons, especially who's impacted by it, to feel like people forgot about it. Because we didn't forget. And we still do what we can to help in any way that we can help and assist. And we lose our platforms, i.e. this one, to then showcase the stuff we're talking about. Yeah, so um, I think that we are running up on time. So any closing thoughts by anyone? And y'all have stuck with us for our first live stream. How was it? What's going on? What are your thoughts? How can we approve? What do we need to do? What, what can we talk about next time? Yeah, that's important. And, and just to let you know, if you don't say it in the comments, we have our uh, uh, email address, rnlovepodcast at gmail.com. You can send it to. Now, to put the contact information, I think in the chat, and we'll post it later. We have IG page. Once this is finished, we'll do it up on YouTube. We got we have our podcast only on Spotify, Apple Music. Actually, you can Google it, rnlovepodcast. It comes up. So make sure this episode, the audio version, is on that. So we, we love your insight, love your feedback, love your suggestions, and we talk about it. Oh, you thought taking the mic. So no. So again, if you have, <laughs> if you have anything you want to add in the chat, please. So thank you so much. You've been tuning in. We don't take up too much of your Sunday. Uh, we try to keep it at an hour. 
but it's fun. I mean, like I say, this is something that I, I enjoy. I like I like talking, but I like talking purposeful things. And the thing is, if you have a game by our house, or we have a, her, like, take you on a car ride with us, or just be around us, you know, we just like to talk and give our perspective. And one thing we like to do, too, is listen. That's why I not say put it out there, because we like to now have a dialogue with you as well. But the fact that we can take this from concept to conception to just execution is beautiful. And I would say to everybody listening, this COVID thing, for some, has been a disruptor. But for many, has been a, a, something that uncovered a lot. It's a catalyst. It's a, as she says, a catalyst as well. So I think we did a lot. We took it as a chance to, you know, how can now we improve just the quality of our life? It, it allowed us to have the great reset. So to say, you know what, I'm not happy with this aspect. Let me find a different way to change it. So we picked up a bunch of different things. Like I say, service culture. This episode is brought to you by service culture. We should have said at the beginning. But service culture is HR. Management consultancy firm. Check us out at serviceculturefirm.com. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, YouTube. Sign on the beach. LinkedIn. <laughs> uh, I sure we get pocket and sign soon to say service culture. But seriously, though, we, we, we really launched it. We put our all behind it. Now it's despairing it, um, with me helping her out. So we're really trying to do our thing. We encourage you to do the same thing, too. I bet that the Four Guys part, uh, web series on YouTube. We have a project in the making with Jay, or Jay Fitness. We have some stuff happening. So no mind, we trying to just give you some good ideas. We have a lot of stuff happening, a lot of projects happening, but we just took this as a time to say, you know what? If you ever meet our kids, you know why. They are two beautiful, awesome, bright, like taking over the world type of persons. So we want to show them how to take over the world, not just in our words, but our actions. So that's why we're trying to find the best way to be ourselves, to articulate it for them, to say, hey, you guys can do it too. And so one of the things I noticed is, um, I always said it's a bait and switch. I thought it came here for <laughs> a love and marriage conversation. It'll be that sometimes. Um, I think if you talk about one thing all of the time, um, I guess it gets a little boring. So sometimes you'll see us switch it out for things that are happening again, the current stuff that are happening or things that um, relates to marriage and parenting and everything from our perspective. But this is why I also dropped the... Um, the link in the comments and I'll drop it again for you to email us rnlovepodcast at gmail.com let us know what topics you'd like us to cover and we'll attack them for you um, and so let me read some more of the comments that are there Donovan says once you talk about the big red machine hey sock it'll be a good podcast so you guys touch on everything we don't endorse a message <laughs> I do um <laughs> <clears throat> That's that's anyway, that that could be a conversation for a, a different one. <laughs> it's sad enough. Um, so Sherman says good job. Uh, let's see. It keeps moving. So Ashley says service culture is awesome. Worked wonders on my website. Hey, um Kamal Mortimer, where were you? Say I just reach. Thank you, thank you for joining us. We really appreciate it. Um I can't see. I gotta see. Uh, Lambo said, "Talk about marriage." So we definitely can talk about it. Oh, speaking of talking about marriage, our previous episode on our link, we talked about our anniversary. Our anniversary was last month. So that episode is just talking about us, how we got together, the things that happened around the time we got married. So that'd be a pretty good listen to, as well. And Andrew said, "You guys touch on everything, all your blogs, YouTube channels, and podcasts in one life." Yeah, man, you gotta come all together. To put some lotion on my elbow. I appreciate you, Jay. <laughs> That's looking out right there. That's a friend right there. That's a friend. But we, we appreciate you all, guys. And like I said, it's fun. And one thing is we are random. Um, our conversations are random. So we try to make it as relevant as possible. But what it is, we, we, we are passionate about a lot of different things. But more importantly, we're passionate about each other. We're passionate about God. We're passionate about our family. We're passionate about people. And just passionate about having fun. So that's what the podcast going to be about. And and it'd be random. So again, we take suggestions. Definitely take suggestions. Our goal is to have it be frequent as possible. We definitely keep you updated on the frequency of it. Yeah. So we're going to start off with maybe once every other week, and then I mean, if we have that much content, or you just want to see our lovely faces more often, we can do that as well. Yeah. So no, it's fun. So like I say, it's an R and Love podcast. We're gonna keep it up. So there's gonna be audio version of this as well available on the streaming platforms. And again, so those who are interested in doing podcasts, anchor.com is a very good 
free service that helps you push out your content on there. So get it on there. YouTube, again, it's another free thing for streaming. We'll be on Facebook Live. It's, it's, it's out there. I encourage you, man. It's something you want to do. Try it out. A lot of people have these things they're afraid to do. One thing that COVID showed me, showed us, is that nothing is permanent. So why not try the things you want to try? And what we said with the podcast, at the end of the day, if it doesn't work out, if it doesn't run for too much long, at least we did something together. At least we have fun together, we talk together, and now we have to get fun and talk with you guys. And again, it's mainly how much we appreciate the love and support because when we put it out in the next, in the next is the energy that we got back from it is like, man, like why you guys didn't do this before? You guys didn't do long. So that, that was so heartwarming and so encouraging. Because, I mean, for the most part, we, we just try to do what we can do. So we thank you for that. We thank you for encouraging us, and we will be doing more stuff like this. And, again, look out for that. Look out for all the things we work with. We partner with so much different people. I know once they start calling names, we're going to forget. Oh, yeah, we're going to get in trouble. But for sure, check out, because we, we are people who, who allowed us, professionally allowed us to get to this point. Service Culture is one. Rainer's Boutique and Accessories is one. Both on, on Facebook. Teach Your Own is one. It's based in Luther, but they do a lot of printing stuff. Check them on on Facebook. J Fitness is the next one. You can check them on as well, too. Those people that we do a lot of business with, and they're going to be a lot more persons we seek to partner with. So I encourage you guys to just to check them out again. The Service Culture Firm, J Fitness, 242, I think he has it on Facebook. Teach Your Own. And then Rainus Boutique and Accessories. I know what else I'm missing. I know if you need anything, IT. Rashad Young is a IT guy. He has more certificates than I think is necessary. <laughs> I, I don't know why. He keep, like, he keeps going. He needs to start printing them on his own. Ione is a trainer. She does training. Um, I think I'm I'm an okay trainer. She is exponentially better than me in training. So if you need anybody to train, do customer service training, uh, corporate training, especially oh, this is a new normal anymore training, you can hit up Ione. Yes, yes. So um, we want to say again, thank you for everyone who is on. So thank you, Annalia. Um, thank you, Lisa. Thank you, Christy. Like, I, I thank you for everybody who just, like, con- contributed in the chat. Um, Jamal. I said Kamal. It's Jamal. I, I went with the name that was down. But, you know, I, we really appreciate it. We really appreciate it. We appreciate you all, you guys. I love you. We appreciate you guys. <laughs> and all you guys going to it. And the thing is, we know there's a lot of other persons for whatever reason that couldn't support, but they gave us support. Otherwise, our family, our friends, our, our, our lovely mother, my mother, our father, my father, my sister, her sister, brother, brother. <laughs> if you leave it up to us, our village is like really strong and, and rolls deep. And so we'll be here all day naming everybody. But again, just thank you. We appreciate you all and enjoy the rest of your weekend. Okay. Thank you so much. You've been listening to Our In Love Podcast with Rodney and Nadia. Again, check us out on Spotify. Check us on Insta- Instagram, on podcast. Anywhere your podcast, you get it. YouTube, Google, any of your podcasts going to be on the YouTube later. Again, check out J Fitness. Check out Teachers On. Check out Service Culture. Check out Rena's Boutique and Accessories. Check out Shot. Check out Ayon. Check out everybody. Thank you so much. Love you guys. Appreciate you. This one is I'm still in love. You could see it. Cause love.